The broadcast is an independent, unofficial production that in no way espouses the opinions of AmeriCorps NCCC or the Atlantic region. Okay, welcome, welcome back to the podcast. I want to make a quick uh, observation. Uh, this is not the broadcast. No, we changed uh, our name officially, but we're back. No, we're back. This is not the broadcast. We're under. We're back under new management and under a new name. Uh, officially changing the name from the broadcast to put it on the podcast. That is the new name, P-I-O-T-P. But we're not going away from real talk, real life. This is a real life situation, and this is real talk this happening. Is real life for real times. For real right times. Okay. Yep. Right happening right now. Uh, we're going to have some guests on the show. You know, as always, our our friends in green will be calling in. Um, uh, but first we're going to talk about a couple quick things. Um, the big news of the day, I believe, across across this great nation and across this great VA medical center is the earthquake, which is shaking the eastern half of the country. I, I'm, I'm not positive on these numbers, but I'm pretty sure it was a 12.8 on the Richter scale, yep. which uh, is just off the charts. Yep. Uh, Bradley, what, what were your thoughts when you felt well, that? Well, first... It was panic. That was my first thought. I was like, how do I get out of here? I almost pushed Jason out of the way to escape, um, but I did not. I, I was scared. Uh, there was some crying happening. I had a couple tears coming down, and I was yelling. That's what happened with me. I didn't know what to do. I was scared. There was, we didn't do a earthquake drill, and so I thought the first thing you do is just start screaming as loud as possible. I don't know what you did. I was too busy screaming. But uh, I mean, my, my first, I think the adrenaline kicked in. I was less frightened and more kind of... In an action mode, so my first my first thought was get the men to a secure area and let the women and children fend for themselves. That was my first instinct. Exactly. First instinct in the in that survival scenario. Yeah. Second instinct was I peed my pants, and I'm I'm not. It's not out of fear. I think it was just a uh, all of the adrenaline was rushing to my head, and my body went into survival mode. And one of the first systems that shuts down in survival mode is bladder control. Yeah, and it was also a warning because when people come in, they see you pee your pants. Right. They're gonna yeah. think there's an earthquake happening right now. We need to get out of here. <laughs> they get they can get that they you know you pee your pants. The pheromones are out. Like people smell that this is a survival situation. This man who has urinated himself is in is in balls mode right so now. So it's like an odor and a visual thing as well. Yeah, so, yep. yeah. So you did the right thing. That should be a protocol for each time. Um, also in the show, we do have two people in in the studio right now. Um, in the studio, not participating, although they are talking in the background. Yeah. And we're going to have them probably at some point. Um, the the lovely Chris Quirk, he's playing video games on the couch, where he usually does. And I think it's safe to say, and I may have mentioned this in a previous podcast and, and forgotten, but I think it's safe to say that Chris is kind of going to be like our Andy Richter. He's going to yeah. be like that guy that's there for a quick chime in, some some expert analysis. And yeah, he has, he'll clarify a lot of things for us. Yes. Uh, who else is here? We have we have Megan Riley. Megan um, Riley, team leader of um, Buffalo One. Um, she's here. We're going to try to interview her. She's very busy right now, so hopefully we can fit her in. We got a lot to talk to her about um, on this podcast. So that's that's yet to come. And then we got people calling in. A lot of people are interested. A lot of people were. I mean, we could talk about that. We went off air for a while. Um, rumors rumors are abounding um, about where we were. I mean, I'm I'm not going to speculate at this point, but I'm not ruling out the fact that we may have been in jail. Yeah, that's not yeah. out of the question at this point. I'm not gonna. I'm not allowed to speak to it about it because uh, my advisor, uh, Dave Beach, has requested that I stay mum on these sorts of issues. But uh, needless to say, we're back, and that's the important thing. And the thing too is, we were at 
I mean, at our peak as far as view or you know listenership, and that was we had I think around two to three people listening. I think it was up around there. All I know is that the polling numbers indicate that um, interest in the show was uh, rapidly climbing, uh, and then the, the the polls show that upon the uh, absence of the podcast, there was a flurry of concern and interest followed by a rapid decline in concern and interest to the point that when we first told the team leaders about the podcast being back, some of them were responding with, wait, you had a podcast in the first place? Yeah. So, yeah. so and that was within like, you know, 10 minutes. So, you know, these numbers are adjusting constantly. We don't follow them too closely, but they kind of give us a good idea of where we're at as far as this podcast yeah. is, is going. I'm not, I'm not much of a statistician with these things. I like to, I, I podcast from the gut. Yeah. So that's how I, that's how mm-hmm. I roll. Yeah, exactly. We we try to freestyle this, and that's just this is how we do, and that's what we're going to be doing because this is you know real times, um, and this is this is the podcast. Put it on the podcast. Put it on the podcast. Um, so while we wait for other people to call in, um, it is we are currently right in the thick of both hurricane season, but more importantly, interview season uh, with the team leaders, and we're we're beckoning Megan Riley to come and talk. A little bit about this. Uh, so so far, she's been stonewalling us. I don't know. She's gonna come on. She's, come she's on. a little nervous, and I think this is her first time she's been on like a, a live broadcast before. I'd be nervous too. Yeah, I'm this is on. like her 15 minutes of fame right now, and here she does it. Uh, um, I'm looking at eight, um, eight or nine. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe. Maybe. We'll see how long Okay. So here we have um, Megan Riley um, from Buffalo One. Here, uh, Megan, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who do you think you are? Um, I'm five foot five, beautiful long brown hair. I run the Let's keep this to factual, no opinion. Let's keep this factual and We're trying to objective. Be, this is, yeah, this, this is, is objective. Yeah. Well, I just want to say that my team did get two people to go on the fake fire team that got canceled today. What do you mean by fake fire team? Explain that. Do you I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean by that? What is a fake fire team? It's a fire team is, that starts. Me, is the team they, fake or is the fire <laughs> fake? Is the is there no? I think is the it's fire, the team in okay. this case. Okay. The fire point, point of clarification. But it's where a whole day is spent to creating a team. Wait, explain a little more. I don't. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what you're talking. Maybe the people listening don't know what they're, you're talking so about. So there was a fire team, a composite team, Fire mm-hmm. Pi three point one four, and they were supposed to. That's why now the names they create for themselves. They were supposed to go out and go in the swamp and help, but... The swamp? What swamp? There's just a swamp around right here? Great Dismal? The Great Dismal Swamp. Thank That's you. right. That's correct. Um, and they were supposed to help put out this fire, but I guess there's this fake hurricane, kind of like the earthquake today. That's yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, excuse me. Through. The earthquake happened. <laughs> that was not fake. I peed my pants. I, I was there. I and saw him pee his pants, too. I guess it didn't happen. It was uncomfortable for everybody. Yeah. Luckily, I have eight pairs of Amer shorts, so... Just that was a cool desk. cleanup. Yeah, two in my desk. Eight. Well, that, that yeah. means... That, I mean, like, let's talk about that for a little bit. Rod has... Is, he will not wear new clothing. I will not wear new clothing. I have to wash it before I wear it. I don't know why. It's one of my many quirks. That's just, like, new clothing and clothing that's not yours, right? Uh, right. So, for example, if I buy a shirt at... Whatever store, and I bring it home. I gotta wash it before I wear it. It's will got you that. Buy a Goodwill shirt. No, I will wash it also. That Twice? I think. I, no, once. I think that that is. If, if anything, if anything, the Goodwill shirt. It's imperative that that be washed because I don't know who wore that shirt before me. It needs to be washed. Yeah, that's and the, you know, if you buy a shirt at Walmart, that's got that like. The Walmart smell. It like smells like a, well, I don't a buy truck. my shirts at Walmart. Well, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't either. Store, I'm just saying. Okay, well, it was an American Navy shirt. Well, Walmart. You go to. Kmart then or what? What's Target. a real store? Target. Either Target way, 
I like Target better too, but it's got a Target smell. It smells like it just smells weird. I, I, think, I think Chris has something to say about this. Chris, do you, do you want to repeat what you said? I was just saying, Goodwill washes their clothes. Goodwill washes their clothes. This is why we have Chris here. But it still smells like a good rusty. It still yeah, smells like Goodwill. Smell. They do it like a mass wash, and it's not as good as like you a know what? wash. You know what? It so never. Exactly. So what, yeah. you're, what you're telling me here is that my Goodwill shirt has been uh, flopping around in tepid water with shirts from 400 other strangers. It's like, I'll wash my no, shirt. So. Thank hold you. on, hold on. I didn't interrupt this. We have a, we have a uh, first time uh, call-in from Caleb Colfin from Buffalo 4. Here we go. Caleb, uh, you're live on Put It On The Podcast. Do uh, you have anything to say? Um, yeah. Yeah, um, you've been, like, talking trash about me. Wait, can you clarify? Uh, who demo, uh, you? Who's been talking trash about you? Hello. Okay, Caleb. Caleb hung up. We've been hung up on so, that's the first. That's our first for the show. So he called in to say that we're talking trash about him. I think he was referring to me. Well, he did call you. He did call me. It's that's, my phone. That's true. Gonna, we're going to call him back, though, because I'm pretty pissed off about this. You don't just get on my podcast and start accusing me of things. Unless so. you're Chris. Yeah, Chris can say what he wants. He's, he has very vital information. Chris has immunity. And right now, I just want to say that Megan is reading a book while she's on the podcast. <laughs> this is the first time. Megan is reading a book. My time was over. No. Caleb, um, I'm calling you back because you made a rude comment and then you hung up the phone on me. So would you like to add on to what you said? I was, I was trying to do like a conference call at show. But, um, I, I hear from one of my employees that when speaking of me, you said that I, quote, think I'm hot shit. And I put in this comment very offensive um, and unprofessional. And I would like you to um, apologize on the air to me. What is one? I want to clarify this. Do you think you're hot stuff? Um, Dead silence. No comment. No comment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to let the, the people that are listening know that I spent um, two rounds with Caleb. Actually, two and a half. Um, second round last year in Phoenix, uh, two. And then we spent a disaster composite team together. And also, I was on fourth round Phoenix team for two weeks while he was the team leader. And um, the cockiness and arrogance that he displayed uh, led me to say um, that he, I thought he was hot stuff. And um, I don't back down from those comments. I, I'm going to stick to them, Caleb. threatened by you? It's clearly something. Well, okay. I will admit, you have incredible good looks. Alright? I won't lie. Like, you have you have a slender, nice body, and you have really good looks. You're very handsome. In so copper skin. In the copper skin, you get very tan. Like, when you go out in the sun, you get very tan. It's like an unhealthy Blondie. tan. It's, yeah, it's, it's really threatening to people like me. I don't tan very well. No, I'm just trying to explain to you why I said it. Maybe I am a little jealous of you, jealous of your looks and stuff. Um, but I just, I don't know, I feel like I need a confidence booster, and I feel like you, you could support me in that. Yes, I, did I talk crap on your back? I did. I'll admit that. But it was for my, it was for my benefit. Did you even ask who told her? 
Who told you that, anyway? <laughs> Which one of your employees, as you put it? Was it Sam? Um, um, I wasn't sure if we're... It was... It was Sam. It was Sam. Okay. We are all about confidentiality on Put On The Podcast. They, they Okay. All right. Well, I'll be talk. I'll be. I'll find out. I'll figure it out. I got connections. Don't you worry about it, Caleb. All right, Caleb. Do you have any questions for us on on put on the podcast, or do you just want to call in and berate me in front of uh, my whole audience of three people? Um. Yeah, I got a question. Fire away. Who do you think you are? We've already asked that question once on this show. <laughs> we asked Megan Riley, who is, if you didn't know, is joining us on the podcast live. We asked her who she thought she was, and she described her height. And my good looks. Are you, are you, is this question for Rod? I'm asking this question of anyone with, 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 yeah, just anyone there. Well, I think I'm Bradley. Megan is leaving. She said, <laughs> yeah, you have, she's been great. Clearly you have offended Thanks, Megan. Megan, and she has left um, our studio, so. She's in the middle of a book, it might. My dad. I'm 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 better than you. Is that that's my answer? That's my answer. I'm gonna stick with that. Okay. I I'm gonna go. With, I'm better than Bradley, but not better than you, which is setting up a rather awkward triangle of skill that I'm unsure if that's legal. But are you? I'm just throwing it out there. Are you, would you say you're better than Rod, Caleb? It's, it's debatable. Okay. I'm saying you are, which is why it's like a weird kind of. Okay. Circuit. So we're going to have to have some kind of tournament to see who is better than everybody else at some point. Yep. I like it. And hopefully one of those events will not be podcast viewership, listenership, because we would lose at that. Just throwing that out there. You might want to put that in there if I were you. This is true. We would this lose. This is true. Well, thank you for the call in, Caleb. Um, I will be seeing you soon enough come Saturday. Um, All right. But I appreciate it. Yeah, it's going to be great. All right. Thank you, Caleb. Caleb Coffin, ladies and gentlemen. It was an interesting call. That's the first time I think that we've been harassed. Yeah. On... Yeah. I but I think, so. I think that just comes with fame. It comes with the, the, the new look of the podcast. You know, we're going to have to be ready for this kind of stuff. It's, yeah. not, it's, not, uh, it's not all good fun anymore. You know? <laughs> this is real life. This like, is this, real life or real time. This is, this is not scripted. No. Okay. And like we're talking about, Megan left and it was insulting to us to just leave. She was reading a book, too. She probably will never be back on um, Put It On The Broadcast. No, she is persona non grata yep. for Put It On The Broadcast. She's done. But she touched on a very important issue. We are dealing with a lot of natural disasters here um, on this campus. We have, we have a raging fire that's um, eating up the south and creeping its way to the north. We have a hurricane that's headed straight on for New York City, possibly. Um, we just had an earthquake today. Um, we're Monster. living, yeah, we're living in probably one of the dangerous, dangerous times that, um, this century has ever seen, I would say. And this century is only 11 years old, so that's a big yeah. statement. Yep, it is. It's huge. And so I wouldn't be surprised if there's a tsunami tomorrow. I'm just saying, no. like, I'm going to go prepared. We're I have, on the water. It's, it's. I have a boat. Okay. Yeah. You're going to get in a boat for the tsunami. I'm going to get in a boat. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the best way. Uh, speaking of the natural disasters and just going back to the earthquake, uh, real quick, I know a lot of you out there are probably wondering, as all core members and team leaders wonder after any disaster, what is the AmeriCorps response? And uh, I just I just want to make the announcement here that a composite team is being formed as we speak uh, for the earthquake. 
there are the staff, the programs department, unit leaders, basically everybody important is there. So Bradley and I were clearly left out. Um, they're there working on this composite team right now. Uh, as it stands at the moment, they will be tasked with uh, this whole team going to the Walgreens in Perryville at the corner of Pulaski Highway and Aiken Avenue and helping them clean up some of the shampoo bottles, which were knocked off the shelves by massive uh, earthquake that we felt earlier today. The shampoo, there's like there's reports coming in that there's shampoo two inches thick on the floor, yep. and this might be for a Haswopper team to come in there because a lot of chemicals in shampoo is dangerous. Lots of chemicals. So we're working on that right now, and hopefully that gets done this next week. I spoke to Jen Haran and and uh, Regent Director Laquan Roberson about this today, and this is completely true. Uh, when I told them about this composite team. Uh, Laquan's first response was, do we get to keep the shampoo? And I responded that I had spoken with the manager at the Walgreens, and uh, she said that we could keep any shampoo that where the bottles were open. Well, this will also help combat something that's a serious issue in AmeriCorps, which I think you know. Dandruff? Dandruff. Dandruff. We have the dandruff outbreak um, almost you know, once the transition. is something happens, and we have to cancel the workday because there's too much dandruff to work in. So... This is a this is a win win for us. We're helping the community by cleaning up. We're also keeping it to combat dandruff issues that we might have in the future. So, you know, guys, it's uh, you know head and shoulders. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, rinse mm-hmm. or, or uh, I'm sorry, lather, rinse, repeat. Yeah. Uh, but not twice, just once. Not just once. You're yeah. Under shampoo. Yeah, exactly. What uh, what do you we how do you feel about a cold call right now? You're getting no team leaders calling. No, there seems to be little to no interest in this um, podcast right now. So I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised by that. But uh, why don't why don't we call Griff? Okay, let's call let's call Griff and see what he's up to. He has yet to call in. Oh wait! Oh, oh. we have a call right now. Um, the friend of the show, Julian um, Sessner, Raven Seven TL. Um, you're on live air right now. How you, how you guys doing tonight? Good. Right. How's it going, Jules? A long time to see. I think I just saw you guys what about like three hours ago. That's yeah. true. Julian, yeah. Julian was here during the earth. Julian, we're, we're talking about the earthquake a little. I was on the phone with you while it was happening, and you were at the Walgreens actually, which is great because that's where we're sending our composite team. Uh, what are your what, what were you feeling? What were your emotions? What did you do during the earthquake? Um, honestly, I was just laughing because of the sheer terror that the pharmacist behind the counter was in. She, um, well, one of them was just, like, literally, like, screaming frantically. Yeah. And the other person uh, behind the counter was, was uh, freaking out, thinking that it was the construction workers, and yelling at people that weren't even there. So, inside, I was laughing. I was trying to hold my laughter back, but was, mean, it was all just a, a ridiculous scene to me. Was it, were you laughing because you felt death was approaching, or were you laughing for another reason? We all know that I laugh in the face of danger and death. I, I've seen it but, before. Um, yes, it's true. Yeah. Um, You're very real. That's why I think we like, you know, I mean, we were just about to give someone a call because no one's interested in calling us, but we can always count on you to kind of come on here and, you know, just lay it down for us, you know, and I, we appreciate that. I, I really appreciate that we get what I've been calling the Julian bump, which is when we, after we have Julian on the podcast, immediately following that, we get an immediate boost in our ratings. Uh, Averaging somewhere around 0.5 to one viewers. Yeah, it goes up. In fact, there's studies out there that show that if you had your own show, you probably get more viewership than what we get. Yep. I appreciate that compliment, guys. I appreciate that. 
<laughs> are there any, uh, any questions you guys have for me? Um, like, I was thinking maybe like a, an STL to CLTL kind of like interview or, or vice versa. I can ask you guys questions that I've always wanted to know about your position. Why don't, why don't you ask us some questions? Because I think there's a lot of uh, mystery and mythology out there about what it is that the STLs do. Why don't you ask us a question? Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. Well, one thing I'd like to know, what is the one thing that, uh, that really gets under your guys' skin, like that BLTL do on a consistent basis? Not necessarily all of them, but like on a consistent basis, either they like, just like don't do what you guys have asked since the beginning or anything like that what, what's, what's really grinds your guys gears that's a really good question actually um do you have any rod right now that you can um I think what really gets under my skin is this whole insistence on using all the 450 per day for groceries I really feel like if you guys stepped up your game we could take it down to about 350 a day uh I, I, you know, I think we, I think we need to tighten the belt. I think we need to tighten the belt. Obviously, like Bradley was saying, we're in the time of extreme natural disasters right now, and we need to, we need to be an example for the United States people on how to grocery shop responsibly. And I think that four fifty a day is just indulgent, quite frankly. I think so. Yeah, you can, you can cut back on the the hummus and the bread and the milk and the lunch meat. And cereal, bread, milk. Yeah, it's that that stuff you can cut back on. You really only need potato chips, tortilla chips. Yeah, and cheese. And cheese. I don't know a little bit. Frozen pizza and tortilla chips. That's yeah. really all we need. Yeah. What do you think about that, Julian? Do you think you guys can do that? Maybe cut back to like one fifty two dollars a day. Um, one fifty two dollars a day. Um. Yeah, I think we could. Um. We. I mean, I have no problems there. Um. Incredibly entitled. Uh, yeah. Most of them are just terrible people, honestly. <laughs> yeah, they're probably like eating like white bread and like mayonnaise and apples. Apples. Like, who do they think they are? This is, know. you know, it's really, it should be. This is not prison. Yeah. You know, this is AmeriCorps. You don't get to eat well in AmeriCorps. I mean, you, you gave your life away. You know what? I mean, when I was growing up, you know what I got for like meals and stuff? Like I would get, I would get hot water and saltines, and that'd be my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's how I. That's how I grew up. Porridge. What happened to porridge? Everything yeah. went out of style. If we were just eating porridge every day, this would not be happening. No, not at all. No. Core members are demanding juice. Whatever happened to tea? <laughs> you know. What happened to Tang? Well, I think after the Apollo program folded sometime in the mid seventies, the Tang Tang really went in the tank. I gotta say, after the astronauts stopped going to the moon, Tang really kind of fell off. I, yeah, I just, I never even had Tang before. It sounds terrible, though. Well, I, Bradley, it seemed like you deflected my question. You kind of deflected it right of Rod, and then you asked me a question. Why didn't you answer the question? What really grinds your gears? Um, I think, honestly, what grinds my gears is when people don't call me back. Okay, so this happened today. Actually, this is perfect. So, I'm trying to get a fire team kind of set up. It's fire 3.5. And I'm trying to get them set up. And so, I'm trying to call TLs and see if I can get their core member to be on the fire team. So, I call... The first person I call is John Cerbell. Doesn't pick up. 
Second person I call, Megan, doesn't pick up. Shocker. Yeah. Third person I call is Chappie, doesn't pick up. Fourth person I fourth fourth person I call is um, God. I don't even know who it was. It was Danielle. None of them pick up their phone. So then in walks Jason, my unit leader. He says, "Who do you need me to call?" He calls them. They pick up on like the second ring, and this is right after I called them. And so that really that irritated me. So it's like they saw me call. I'm like, "Oh, it's just Brad. I can ignore this call and not speak to him." Like, "Oh, it's Jason." I gotta talk to him. When I, I was getting the same information, the same information. So that that's what grinds my gears. I know I know you would never do that to me, Julian, but other TLs would. Oh, I mean, I could. I mean, usually you're not. Even though usually you're just you know asking for me to grab a gallon of milk or a loaf of bread on the way home. Yeah. But you're right. You do. In a loving relationship we have with one another, you always support me. You're always there for me in time of need, and I appreciate that. When I need you to pick up the phone, you do. So, so thank you for that. Yeah, I even I even picked up. No, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say. That. I'm not gonna. I plead the fifth on myself. I was about to incriminate myself. <laughs> <laughs> can you, can you um, do that? Yeah. So anyways, so anyways, anyways. But I called you back today, remember? I told you I was going to call you back, and I called you right back. You did. You did. You were busy, and you picked up your phone and said, hey, I'm busy, can I call you back in a second? And I said yes, and you did right away. I was impressed. I didn't have an answer for you. You, you I, didn't, but you called no, back. No information. No, but you actually helped. I just went to Vivian. It's the sound of your voice. Yeah. It was just like, I was nervous, I was scared, and I just talked to you, and I just felt a lot calmer. There, there'd just been a magnitude 13 earthquake that went through, and yeah. you needed that reassurance. Yeah. You were there for me. Um, one, one last uh, comment slash question. Um, it's uh, it's your birthday in a little over two hours Eastern time. Uh, sure. What what? First of all, happy birthday. Second of all, what do you have any big plans for this birthday? Um. Well, I I was hoping to. Well, now that you brought up you know taking away money from the food budget. I think I'm going to threaten my core members to do that I'm going to do that if they don't put on a uh, rendition of Rocky Horror Picture Show using their, using their uniforms as, as the uniform. They can do whatever they like to their uniforms, but, but on the auditorium stage of the uh, City Neighbors High School they were at. Oh, I like this. That sounds great. Can you, put, um, can you get this on video? Yeah, I'll try. They've really been pissing me off lately, and you know they've just been. I think one of my former members today said, "It's your birthday. Now I'm going to be extra mean to you." <laughs> oh, so, you know that, that's just kind of the way our team is. You know, we don't. We're just really mean to her. We love each other, but we just, you know, we don't really respect each other. Okay. Kind of like like a regular family. Good. Perfect. Um, I'm glad to yeah, hear that. So, well, good. Well, gonna, what I what I really want to happen. It's for them to humiliate themselves on their own accord. But if I need to force them to humiliate themselves by uh, stealing money from them or, or siphoning money into um, a TL uh, account to buy whatever groceries we would like, I can do that. Um, I have, have, you have my full support. You have, you have my support? Or you, I have your support? That's, that's you, you have my full support. I, I really wish... I mean, you got to do this. I think this is... 
not just for you, but for all TLs out there who've wanted to, like, embarrass all their core members, so. This oh, is yeah, so, are you guys really, you guys really didn't get any other calls? I thought, I was, I feel like since I've been on every broadcast, I gave some TLs, like, gave them, like, a picture of 10 minutes to give it. Well, this is the, this is the thing is that you're you're so good on the podcast. I think people are intimidated um, to try and come up after you. So, yeah. well, we did get Caleb. Caleb called in and insulted Bradley. He and insulted then, me. Uh, we had Megan as a live guest briefly, but she was too busy reading a book um, to stay very long. <laughs> so this is this is our first show back, and we're having some issues with the guests. Yes, but you know this is kind of the bottom, and we're going to work our way up. Also, it should be noticed that the the. Massive quake probably knocked out communications for a good two thirds of the team leader core. That's that's the excuse I'm going to go with. Yeah. Um, you know, people, a lot people, of them must have dropped their phones immediately and stepped on them on accident. Maybe that's yeah. why they weren't answering your calls. Or they fell down a gigantic fissure in the earth. Yeah, exactly. And we probably have to go find them. No, that's true. That's a good point. But we'll keep those in consideration. I think we're going to try to wrap this up, though. Thank you for the the call in once again. You were fabulous and. You just, you really have a sexy voice and you're, you're a very handsome man. I agree. You guys are beautiful. Um, beautiful people. You have beautiful hair. And beautiful, beautiful facial hair, especially. I know. Oh, wow. Thank you. The love is flowing right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, thank you and happy 26th birthday, Julian. Happy birthday, Julian. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. You All right. Too. You too. Okay, so uh, I think that about wraps up our first ever comeback, our first comeback show, yep. first of many comeback shows yeah. when we inevitably get shut down repeatedly. Yeah, we're gonna get shut down for this one for some. We're gonna start running out of names. It was hard for us to come up with names for these things, and I think we're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel for a second one. So here's to keeping this thing on the air for more than three episodes. So this time, um, anyway, uh, hope you guys have a good. Uh, rest of your work week and uh, join us next week when Carl Weathers will be on the show. Thank you. Broadcast is an independent, unofficial production that in no way espouses the opinions of AmeriCorps NCCC or the Atlantic region.